Uh, we welcome all of you to our service uh, out here at our military monument. We begin our reading from 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 1 to 6. The Apostle Paul writes, Therefore I exhort, I exhort, first of all, that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings, and all who are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and reverence, for this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due time. Dear redeemed students and staff in Christ, two days ago our country celebrated Veterans Day. They chose November 11th for a reason. It was the date that World War I ended. And everyone claimed at the end of that war, this is the end of all wars. The war that ends all wars. Uh, wouldn't that be nice if there would not be any wars after World War I? Wouldn't it be nice if we wouldn't need soldiers, if we wouldn't even need governments? Imagine what life would be like without politics, without taxes, without fear of punishment. In a perfect world, it would all work. Unfortunately, we live in a sinful world. We need leaders, we need law enforcement, we need soldiers. With thankfulness, we can pray God, Bless all those in authority. Our prayers for civic leaders are important. You can go all the way back to the time of Israel in their captivity. Jeremiah wrote that he wanted to encourage the people, the Jewish people, who had been captured in war and taken as exiles to Babylon. He wrote, seek the peace and prosperity of the city to which I have carried you into exile. Pray to the Lord for it, because if it prospers, you too will, will prosper. You can note that it doesn't say, well, once people are godly, your leaders are godly, then you can pray for them. No, even for people that don't know the true God, you still wants us to pray for them. The Apostle Paul encouraged the Romans to also respect the authorities even though they, some of them, were the ones persecuting the Christians for proclaiming Christ. Paul himself had been imprisoned, and yet he could still write the Romans, the authorities that exist are appointed by God. Even Jesus, when he was on trial, told Pontius Pilate, you wouldn't have any authority if it were not from God who is above. And so Paul wrote that we should pray for all people, but especially those in authority, because he continued in our verses, it is good and acceptable in the sight of God, our Savior. Despite the sinfulness of leaders, God accomplishes good. Think again in the history of the Bible, where the Jewish leaders hated 
Jesus and wanted him dead. The Roman government was unjust in executing him, and yet God completed his plan of salvation. Later, under the protection of the Romans, the Apostle Paul was able to do mission work in far away places, bringing the gospel to those who had never heard. There was a time, despite some of the leaders' opposition to Paul, there were other times when the Romans, even the soldiers, saved his life from plots to harm him. Today, we can be thankful as well for law enforcement and soldiers that defend us from evil. Without them, we would be in fear of our, for our lives every day. Our families and the things that we possess would never be safe. We would not be able to speak freely about Jesus as our Savior in public. And so even if leaders are not godly, we can pray for them to do what is right, to hinder what is evil, and to protect the innocent. We should pray not only for our leaders in authority, but also for soldiers. I served in the Air Force for four years, and I can tell you that soldiers need prayer. They often are stationed far away from family, and they're tempted by, well, lots of money, a lot of free time, often leading them to fall into sin. I didn't have to go to Vietnam, but I was in during the time of Vietnam when over 58,000 soldiers lost their lives. Many citizens back here in our country objected to the war, and they took out their frustration on the soldiers who were returning home, soldiers who had been deeply scarred by the war, and then they came home to be rejected by the citizens they had gone to fight for. Many soldiers took their lives in despair. They needed to hear God's love in Christ. And soldiers today need that same message. And secondly, we see from our verses that it's God's goal that people believe the truth. Paul continued, God our Savior desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. God has blessed our nation with overall peace. We have freedoms to worship God, to speak his truth openly as we are doing today. And thank God that we have a Christian college like Bethany where people are instructed and so that they can explain God's word to future generations and continue in outreach to give hope to those who are lost. And we pray that this will continue for many generations to come. The power of sin daily shows itself in our world, in hatred, destruction, and war. Satan is always on the attack, trying to ruin individual lives and nations. But God wants all to be saved from the power of sin. That's why he sent his son Jesus, who left the security of heaven to fight a war in this world. Jesus was tempted by sin but he was never overcome. 
He was threatened often by his enemies. He was even rejected and scorned by the people he came to save. And throughout his ministry, Jesus prayed for them. Even after, when he was nailed on a cross, he prayed for them. And he still prays today. As the Apostle Paul continues, there's one God and one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself as a ransom for all. Jesus made the ultimate sacrifice on the cross to destroy the power of sin and death, to give us the gift of eternal life. Our sins have been forgiven, and by faith in Jesus, we could be certain that even if we were to die, that Christ would raise us as his people and give us eternal life, just as he is risen. Jesus has redeemed us with his precious blood so that we will be with him forever in heaven. And guess what? In heaven, no need for war, no need for governments. God himself will rule us as his people. So, dear Christians, continue to pray for all people, but especially for people in authority, that they serve for good. As we stand here by this monument, we can be thankful that there were men and women willing to sacrifice, to be in our armed forces, and that God has given us freedom and overall peace because of it in our nation. We can also be thankful that Jesus won the war, the war to end all wars, as he conquered sin and death and gives us eternal peace. We pray for all in authority, but not just for their sake, so that the news of Christ and the victory that Jesus won will be spoken to people throughout the world and that more people will believe and join in this celebration forever. Amen. Let us pray. We thank you, Lord, for the leaders and soldiers who serve in our place. Bless and keep them so that you might accomplish many good things. Please give our nation peace, that we may live in ways that please you and advance your kingdom in our country and in the world. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.